1: Well, buddy, we did it. We made it. We made it to two Hundy episodes. Yep. First and foremost, I, f- I mean, it feels a little like we should do a, like a masturbatory celebration, not like a Dutch rudder situation, but sort of like a good job, like no, we did. I don't know what reference that is. What is Dutch, a Dutch rudder? Please Google. What the it. hell is that? Please Google it. Is it like you? You're like jerking yourself off, and then uh oh yeah oh, i don't think we're supposed to talk about it like off the top of the episode now it's gonna be flagged nobody's gonna like, hear this episode now like what is dutch rudder the dutch rudder or just dutch rudder <laughs> who invented oh your screen's in the way hold on uh right Pl- there you go pluger, Urban D- pluger rudder second one no the second one oh also known as the dutch rudder the, the second powers. one wait which one? this one that one when a man masturbates and another person grabs his arm and makes him do the motion, it's sort of like cross between masturbation. I mean, I would argue that that's just all masturbation, right? But you're not touching the dick. No, you are. Yeah. No, you're not. The person who's you're doing touching his arm. masturbating. No. Okay, look. Me yes. and you, we're standing front to front. You have your hand on your dick. I have my hand yeah, on my dick. But oh, then, wait, you take your, yeah. uh, then you take your other hand yeah. and move his hand. Yes, but I'm saying saying the person with their hand on their dick is just masturbating. Yes. It's like, so it's like kind of like a cuck relationship, but you're like, I I don't think you understand how it works. Yeah, I do. No, I do. I got it in my head. Regardless. We did it. We made it 200 episodes. Yeah. Which is kind of nuts. You're welcome. It's all me. Yeah. I mean, I do a lot, but I kept you on schedule. I made you do this. Um, I mean, we've had, we've had episodes where we go back and and like, we sort of reminisce and talk about things and that's great. Um, but just, I think it's, I mean, I'm not shying away from the fact that it's like a very big accomplishment because think of all of the podcasts that have come and gone and all, everyone that started a podcast during the pandemic and they've, they're not at 200. Like it's a big deal to make it to 200 episodes and not be like, I give up. I don't want to do this anymore yeah and not get demoralized and you know don't don't look at the views or the listen yeah or it's like also you know depending on how and like what your goal is when you set out to do a podcast like i think that's the thing is we've always kind of kept it pretty we didn't have any goals right we didn't we weren't we aren't trying to go anywhere with this this is just for fun baby and look at all that we've accomplished though like yeah Friends with Amy, we've built a community. We have a Discord. Friends with Jed, we Friends talked like with two David. famous people. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we have like two a famous, Daniel. three, Danielle. three. Danielle, you guys like, talked to Danielle. Four famous people. I, we had a lot of famous people. You know, everybody we talked to was famous. So <laughs> in their own way, everybody, every guest we've ever had has been special. Um, there's been. Do you feel like wh- what's your what's your sweet spot for the for the pod? Like the the early stuff, the middle stuff for like the last year or so. Oh man, I don't know, dude. Like I really do like controversial era because I don't feel like we have to like shy away from things. But also uh I do dig kind of like the middle, mm-hmm. you know, around like episode one hundred. Like a little bit after we started getting things more situated, you know. Sure. Our audio quality isn't terrible one after the other, like you know, every other episode. So uh yeah. I think I, I don't know. I think it's I would say that we been... are a very well oiled machine at this point. At this point, yeah, we don't have. I mean, it's very up, seldom that we run into like computer issues or audio issues now. So, knock on wood. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I guess cheers, right? What are we drinking? Cheers, today? dude. I'm drinking water, bro. Because I got two uh, o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Why I would it. I drink? <laughs> it's a Sunday though, or whatever day it is. <laughs> I don't know. Like um, hammered. It's fucking hammered. I've got a, a Gatorade Zero lemonade flavor. Let's go, dude. Or AKA piss. Nice. I guess, dude. you know, I'll tap the camera as a cheers. Yeah. There you go. That works, yeah. But I also have water as well because I just got done mowing. Dad shit, dog. Yeah. So that's we decided. Bit, that's a, that's, yeah, mowing's always fun. Uh, We decided that, hey, man, we're going to open up the phone lines. We're going to let people call in and ask for advice of some sort, whether it's serious, whether it's not. Um, or just say stuff or just ask or questions. Or do whatever, like literally whatever. So the, the length of the episode is dependent on the amount of people that called in. I will keep all commentary aside for the amount of people I honestly was hoping that we would get zero just because I think it would have been I so did. funny. Here's the thing as an episode. You can attest to this. And I told you straight up if nobody calls that's yeah. perfectly fine but this would have been the last episode. It would have been so much it'd been so And funny, we both agreed it's like yeah like and we weren't going to tell anybody. We were just going to like hey you know, do the whole thing that we just did, the shout out that, you know, hey, whatever, we made it 200 episodes and we were going to just continue on as if like 201 was going to be a thing. But if nobody called, we were done. I, and I it's just, not, honestly, And there, there's, I, I have my own reasons be behind funny. that, but um, yeah. luckily that wasn't the case and we got some calls. So I say, buddy, that we just jump on in. Okay, yeah, okay. Tell me everybody if you can hear this, right? If you can't hear this in the audience, please let us know uh call like and subscribe call like and subscribe these are live comments so you should if you comment right now i'll see it uh in the (laughs) middle of this recording so all right let's listen to our first caller okay
2: hello
1: okay all right
2: hello hello
1: okay all right this is is not you hello right (laughs) No, this is not me. Actually, I did I, I left a voicemail. Is that it? Hello? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay. All right. Great way to start this off. That, that's that sums up the pod right there, baby. That's <laughs> you hey, don't, know that you're, I mean, don't know that you're listening. Sometimes you get trolled. Um shout out Boy, to holly. shout out to that person. Yep. All right. I guess we're keeping this anonymous unless they give us a name, because like uh, you know, I don't know. First of all, they're all in phone numbers, and I don't know anybody's phone number. So do do one of the other ones first. Okay. Uh, let's do. I think we'll do this one. Yeah. This is a, okay. There we go. Can over here? Hey guys, it's Jim from
3: Ponytail and the Beard Podcast, also the band Trigger the Apocalypse, and my own crazy instrumental solo stuff, Jim Plum. Uh, go find me on spotify or apple music or whatever anyway here's my question for you guys actually it's two questions firstly there's a zombie apocalypse what is your exit strategy secondly you're eating breakfast cereal in the shower some shower water gets into the bowl does that mean you've got to flush that bowl down the toilet or do you just keep on eating it suds and all anyway love the show let's do another 200 see you later
1: all right, shout out Jim, dude! Such a shout solid out. guy. He done a lunch, a lot of stuff for us in this pod. He's done well. some, done some music for us, some little tunage here and there. Uh, it was on an episode of the weekly weird. Yep. did really well. Long Sick. time listener, long time listener, first yeah, time I caller. I hope somebody says that. I hope somebody calls. Oh man, that yeah, it's so corny <laughs> though. But, but no, okay, I, but I love it. <laughs> first question was: In the zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. what is your exit strategy? Okay, okay. Uh, now I've not heard any of these, so I'm thinking all this shit on the fly. Yeah, that's the thing. It's a lovely thing about this. Uh, man, I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. I don't think I make it very long. I'm a bit. I'm i I'm stubborn, and I like. I have this like r- will of like refusing to die, and like I'm not gonna let a fucking undead creature kill me. But what's gonna kill me is a fucking nail in my foot. <laughs> yeah right yeah like it'll be a that's self funny. Yeah. it'll be an unintentional self-inflicted wound <laughs> like get bit by a rabid dog or something like that like, right. okay like, cool oh, rabies, is how, and... <laughs> <laughs> rabies yeah. is how i got the rabies is how i got me it's not nice. gonna be a walker it's not gonna be a bloater it's not gonna be any of those. like nothing you know mm-hmm. like i'm faster than they are right you're just Maybe. gonna fall you're gonna fall on accident or like, i'm gonna like run away it, i'm gonna tear an acl but is there an exit strategy in a, in a zombie apocalypse or is it's it just a survival right. yeah it's literally just a survive you know i think in all seriousness i just don't like where's your will to live like if it's just like you you're the last person left in your family like yeah like your your will to live is not there i get i mean i guess especially it if you be. watch your entire family get murdered by like one member of the family right it's like the youngest kid gets turned into a zombie and then it proceeds to like, you know, bite everybody else in the family. Right. I don't, I don't know how you're like, yeah, I think just end it with the, like, let him bite you too. And then you could be a family of zombies. It'd be kind of cute. Have like a sitcom about it. You know, <laughs> I don't, that's my thing is be keeping the will to live would be so hard. <laughs> like I just, it's hard to not to just be now. like, <laughs> and yeah, there's I mean, not that's fair. Thought. Yes. There's a lot to live for now, but like in an apocalypse where it's like, okay, they're probably never going to find a cure because let's be honest. If there was a cure, would anybody like sign up for it? Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I think I, it would just be so Is this hard safe? Not to. Is this safe? <laughs> Is this guaranteed that I won't turn into a zombie? <laughs> There'd just be a lot of people doing that. Dude, like, oh no, what are your options? Dead Rising like? 1 did that whole thing where like uh, zombayed. I think it was like this, it was like a they found a cure for it, right? And like, yeah. And so like that was the whole thing. Like it was just, I guess, was, okay, think about that though. If, if they came out with a vaccine for the zombie virus, if they called it something stupid, you not like, I don't think people realize that like if it was called something like zombie cure-all or something like that, like people wouldn't take zombaid. it just because just because it sounds stupid, they'd be like, nah, dude, that, that sounds like a hoax. Are you kidding <laughs> well, me? Zombade sounds like a fucking charity event. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> to like raise a, money was, <laughs> for everyone that's turned into a zombie. I was thinking like a cranberry limeade soda. It's like zombade, get your Zombie. you know, yeah, it's, okay. right. well, that sounds. Delicious. I'm pretty sure that's what it was called in dead rising. That's pretty sick. Um, Dude. like, I mean, I know that like, that's not the point of the question, but, if I, if I'm just, I'm just shooting from the hip. Like, I just don't know. I might try to survive for a little while, but then like after a while, it's just like, what's the point, right? How long do you hold out before you're like, this is, like, this is pointless. I mean, you get 12, you get 12, 13 years into the, into it. And it's just like everyone you've ever known, everyone you've ever like had a relationship with is probably dead.
4: Not just right? that, like the people even that the are people alive can, are going to be yeah. shitty.
1: Like, and, <sighs> a, and even after like doing that. Every, I know that that was the thing. everyone talks about. Oh yeah, zombie, and it's like it would not be as rad as people. It's not. It'll be. It's so <laughs> glamorized, yeah, dude. It yeah. would suck so much. Absolutely. And if ever. Here's the thing, we just had a global pandemic like three years ago, and the response to that, like. Good, bad, whatever. Just the the general response to that proves that no one's gonna survive a zombie apocalypse unless everyone lives underground in a bunker, and that's gonna be all for the people in the Hollywood meat parties and and the elites. Like the, the regular be citizen, like on Bezos's fodder. rocket, yeah, they're gonna be Bezos's rocket to the moon. It's gonna get halfway there, explode. We're gonna laugh at the billionaires; if they burn to death, and then we're gonna get eaten by zombies. And the world's just gonna like plot go twist. Back. Plot twist. Okay, what if everybody that gets that like goes to inhabit Mars? there's like this virus in the, it's like airborne virus that infects everybody there. Dude, that would be sick. Imagine if like, that was kind of like what happened on uh, with like, that's the link between the last of us and dead space. For some reason, like there's a link between the two. There's a John Carpenter movie that is not great, but it's one of those. I love it. And it's called ghost of Mars. It's got uh ice cube in it. And it's so corny and so great. Like the, the main zombie bad guy, Looks like a oh, super buff Marilyn Manson wearing a skin mask. Dude, it's great. <laughs> okay. like, I, I, it's great in the, it, like, I haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah. But I loved that movie when I was like 12 years old because I had direct TV. Like, I had the free version. My dad hacked it or whatever. And so I used oh, to like gosh. watch it all the yeah. time. Jason, it's like funny. the first time I ever saw Jason Statham. Um, We got to kill these zombies. We got to turn your brain and Swiss jays or something like that. And uh that that's the whole plot is like they, yeah. they're on Mars and uh this entire this, zombie like, or whatever. It's like this this ghost virus is airborne and I, and they they take over and the whole it's it's Hell really yeah, corny yeah. and really great and I loved it. Um oh, the second question though. Second question. Second question. Yeah. Is, I think I can't answer that. I'm go ahead. I think it'd be absurd to throw out a whole bowl of cereal just because you get, I mean, milk is like 50 to 75% water. So, I mean, like you get a, a little bit more water in it, you know, you just finish the cereal. Key part is to not get water in it in the first place. That's why you face away from the shower head, right? Mm-hmm. You, take, you get a little soak going on your back while you eat your, sh- your cereal on the front, you know? So, the the amount of times that shower in a cereal has been brought up to me. Or uh, been the focus of conversation in my lifetime since doing this podcast is absurd. I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna ask uh, Chatbot GPT, uh, what's the most effective way to eat cereal in the shower? I think you know what he says. I think you should know what he says. Um, I to answer his second question, I'm not a fucking crazy person. I'm not gonna eat cereal in the shower (laughs) because I'm not that strapped for time. I just, yeah. Everybody thinks that I'm crazy. I think there's people instead of, you know, instead of casting assumptions, right, and throwing stones. I think somebody else goes out there and eats a bowl of cereal in the Didn't shower. Did we have somebody do that? Me, uh, yeah, Reese did. Shouts out Reese. Uh it looked great in your shirt, but he he did it in the shower. And he said he hated it. So that's that checks. Uh, out. But that's that's just one person, right? That's not a good sample size. You know, you gotta you gotta get more people out there trying it, seeing how it feels. You know, <laughs> seeing how it feels. It feels like yeah. But I just, I mean, I I guess I get the idea of, like, it's this super cold substance, which is, like, I get the appeal of a shower beer if you drink beer. On a beer. hot day, you know, yeah, you just got done mowing the lawn, you get in the shower. I did just get done mowing the lawn. That's right, you I should have had a bowl of cereal, man. No, thanks. Uh, But go on, let's do this next one here. All right, next caller. Uh, next caller
0: Hey dudes, what's going on? I'm uh I'm just out here living life, you know. I support and love all my homies. That's why I'm calling in and asking for this. Uh, one of my biggest things with me is love and respect, and I love all my fucking homies and I respect all my homies. I'm just trying to get them all on board with fucking kissing me hello and goodbye when we see each other. Ain't okay. Nothing more fucking manly than kissing your boy in the mouth, Let them know you love them, you respect them, you're there for them if you need you. What do I do to get all my dudes on board with this? I got like two out of the fucking ten that I have, and everybody else thinks it's gay. I got a couple of that are warming up to it. They'll give me a little cheek kiss from time to time, but like, I'm talking like, I'm trying to lip to lip, mustache to mustache. Like, if we not fucking Velcro and, you know, mustaches, I ain't got it. It ain't that. Love ain't that. I just, I just need to know, like, what can I do to get my boys to love me back? So y'all got any advice on that i'm here for it let me know thank y'all All
1: this right. is right up your alley okay i know yeah. who th- i know who that is um i don't know if he wants me to say his name i have like it's so weird right i became acquaintances with this person like fucking 13 14 years ago we met randomly we stood in line together he stood in front of me at a parkway drive show in atlanta mm-hmm. georgia he is from the Bayou, if you couldn't tell by his accent. He is from Louisiana, and we just like follow randomly followed each other on Instagram. Like we're just sitting there like waiting in line at the show, right? And like we just like, yo, here's my thing. Like follow me on Instagram, like, cause we just like we just like kind of hit it off. We just started talking, or whatever. And like we've just followed, we still follow each other these, all these years that's later. The I've human. only I've only seen him in person one time, and it was at the Parkway Drive show. And we've been that's fucking the cool experience, bro. Right? I'm telling you, music brings everybody together, dude. Uh, this is listen. You guys, had you guys shared a soft kiss and then you parted <laughs> no, ways. And you've never seen each other since. Like, I get it. It's okay. Not fine. quite. Um. So this is a this is a complex question. I feel like I don't think it's it. comp- complex. I think it's a great idea, dude. Uh, talk about a better way for humans to come together, right? Mm-hmm. Than to like swap spit with each other and make it like a common thing. I think mm-hmm. it's a great idea. I think, especially with the homies, you know, who are you closer to, and how can you like. A lot of people ask, right? They sit me down. They're like, "Hey, Yuke, how can we, as friends, be closer?" You, I no, think I that, I think it's hard to say because, like, friends. Once you get to a certain point with friends, you got best friends, and then like you hit a wall, right? Because you got your wife, you know, uh, you got, uh, your husbands, right? But there's no like in between of like somebody you really care about and, and somebody that you're best friends with. And I think that like just sharing a passionate kiss is perfect for that. I don't know how you bridge the gap to like <laughs> say, Hey guys, he's got two out of the 10. That's a pretty good success rate that's in good. baseball. That's a, that's a winning average right there in baseball. Mm. I think two, two, 200%. You kidding me? 200. What is it? Batting 200. Yeah. That's not great. You're getting on base two times out of the 10, dude. It's that's not a, great. The, the highest that I've seen is like 300. You only get to 300, 400. And that's like, good. I think like, who is it? Like, uh, harper bryce harper he's like batting 500 or something like that i don't know you all i know completely made that all that up i don't have the statistics on bryce harper off the hand okay the fact that you knew bryce harper blows my mind i know he's more, played for the angels some and whatnot And then again he, like who are you somewhere else I don't, that's literally the only person i can remember <laughs> is he the one who's dating kate upton is that all you know uh that might actually be yeah i think he was <laughs> i think he was dating her at one point yes yes I'm but sure they're married right uh probably i don't know man Anyways, I back to the question. That, like, oh yeah sorry uh so he's got two out of the ten homies you know it's i pretty think good. That would, i think the other eight homies just say hey guys i just think that this would be good for our relationship make us closer you know if we just shared a kiss before we left it, it well it's a there's a cultural I, thing too because they do that in some countries like they you know there's this like is it more weird to kiss your homies or for some like if for me to like kiss your wife that, I would say kissing the home is probably more natural than you kiss it. Like if you kiss my wife, I'd be like, kind of like, okay, <laughs> uh, something going on there. We should talk about or like, you know. yeah, but I mean, they do that in other countries though, right? That's fair, but it's like normal on the cheek. Like I don't know if you're like, you know, I mean, I I don't because like kissing is a whole thing, right? Because it can be, it is, it is uh, typically an intimate. People kiss same. their family members, right? Some people do. I uh, mean, like I, I know that like you know some people share kisses before they leave, like with a, at a like a family reunion, right? sure it was just me and my uncle and we were the only ones that did it and he left you know it's whatever right uh i mean because you also got to realize too that some people are not affectionate in that way as like i i mean i'm not a hugger i will i've I've said it many times i will i will reciprocate the hug but very rarely do i initiate a hug and that doesn't mean that like i don't like you it's just not it's just not my, it's just, I don't know. It's just not how I'm. Yeah. Um, some like, you know, everybody, a lot of people in my family are big huggers and that's just, I'm just like, Hey, see you later. Like I'm not, I just don't do it. So clearly he, he, he needs to be the initiator, but you also in this, I mean, it's your homies and like, you don't want to like weird out your homies. And I say you obviously have to ask them, right? you, You gotta have the, yeah, you gotta have permission. You gotta make sure that it's, you know, consensual consensual. Yeah. Um, but you also got to warm up to it. Like I, some, you know, I mean a quick peck can be like, you know, you might not get the reaction you want. It might be like, yo, like, you know, but also yeah. like, it's your homies, bro. You're ride right or die with your homies. And you also like, you might have somebody like me who I'm not, you know, yeah. don't, don't do that. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> not for any reason other than like, it's just like a comfort thing. Like I don't, yeah. it's not I'll, like, you know, um, you got to make sure that the person reciprocating is is comfortable with it. Uh, and it's just something you just kind of like I'm I'm all about honesty and just leaving shit out in the open. Like, yo, bro, um, you're my homie, bro. Like, I like, I love you. Like, you're you're one of my you're my, you know, you've been with me. It's bros before hoes, man. I mean, like, yeah. Why can't yo? Yeah. Why can't we just like kiss? Yeah. And I would assume that like that applies to, you know. Uh, knowing if your homie is a good kisser you know like how are you going to be a good wingman going back to an earlier conversation we have like how are you going to be a good Let wingman dick, if you bro. if you don't know your are your, you're you're the man you're winging for can kiss good you know yeah but part, think, of, part of being a friend is to you hype up regardless right i i'm a big believer in sampling the products before i promote them right so it's like i mean yes if it came down to it and it was on the fly you know and we were like oh man be my wingman i, mean, I would definitely hype you up but at the same time, I'm gonna be upset because like here I am putting my name on the line, saying this guy is a good dude, not knowing if he can kiss good, is he perform well in the bedroom? Does is he is he equipped? Is he good even if he's not equipped, you know? So I think that it's I'm gonna be upset, sure, because I didn't get to sample the goods before I went out there and promoted them. So <laughs> I'm sure I took the right direction on that. Yeah. That that yeah. long pause that says it all. And I think that I took the right direction on that. But I think he's doing good though. He's already got two out of the ten homies, and I say it's one of those things where you just see who's. You got to break with the it. stigma, man. You guys got, got to be comfortable. Yeah. If everyone is comfortable with their sexuality, uh, and ma- maybe some of them don't want to because maybe they're not comfortable, right? Yeah, that's fair, and that's okay um, to respect that. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. It's, it's all it's, it's all about just making sure everybody on board's comfortable, with especially it. in today's climate. You cons- consent is the first thing you got. You got to yes, make sure everyone so. on is on board. Um, and then maybe you you, st- you start with a cheek, right? Little pet, little little cheek peck. Okay, yeah. it's, and engage the reaction on that. And It's if, very French, you know. Yeah, and if uh, well, it's very Italian too. Um, I can't remember which one to it. Yeah, I think it's just like the Eastern it's, European, probably. Well, like. it's, again, that's what I'm talking about. Like kissing in other in other cultures and countries is not as uh passe is the, we make it out to be here because we're very yeah. pr- we're very prudish here in america and that's just, what just that's what needs- it's like just a kiss dude it's just a kiss. that's kid. what we need Bro, that's, that's, that's what we need to change in this country is just like stop being so uptight about shit yeah dude uh, I mean, acting like we all don't have buttholes and vaginas and penises <laughs> you know it's like come on guys well i mean i don't have a vagina but it's okay i mean everybody technically has a vagina right i think everybody starts in their out as hearts a f- right? i think everybody starts out as a female all right yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, I think we all started as a butthole. I'm pretty sure that we all started as a butthole first and then, like, goes from there. But we all have nipples, right? We can all, all get on board. We all have nipples, you know? Yeah. Free the nipple, baby. All right, next caller. Next Should we do collar? another one. Yeah, sure. What do you want to move on to? You want to go to this one or the extra one that we got sent? What do you want to do? Do that. Uh, it, do that. it doesn't matter. Just pick one. <laughs> okay, we'll do, we'll do that. We'll do that other one next. Okay. All right. Here we go. Hey Alex
5: Yakub, this is Ben with Geek Exploration and Space Oddities. Uh and I was calling to congratulate you on 200 episodes well done. Uh and uh, maybe ask for a little bit of advice from the uh, the mighty maestros of marinara. Uh so, I've got uh my wife has uh, for years been talking about wanting to do like a recommitment of vows thing at our 20th anniversary and for years i've been telling her that 20 is not a very meaning is not a you know meaningful number and that 25 quarter century is a better one partially because i believe that and also because i don't really (laughs) want to go through the whole hullabaloo and have a bunch of people you know watching me do anything for sure but Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. we recently celebrated our 18th anniversary so it's getting a little close and she keeps mentioning it so i was wondering uh what are your thoughts should i uh should I kind of relent and uh, can I give her what she wants or uh, should I stand my ground? Like, I feel like we've, uh, we've held tight to all the commitments that we made in the first place, So what do we need to recommit anything for? Uh, also, I'd like to issue you a, uh, a 200th episode challenge. Uh, could you please answer this question uh, as it has to do with love in your best French accent? Oh,
2: damn, oh God.
5: Uh, keep down, like, up the good work, chips, and uh, looking forward to the next 200 episodes.
1: Okay. Bye. 200 more episodes. <laughs> uh, Ooh! Shouts out to Ben, though. great guy. Shout out, dude. Oh man. Uh... <laughs> we can, we can, we don't have to do French accents yet because we're just talking about the message itself, right? Uh. So, but yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, dude, check out like, Now that I'm on the sure. spot, I, like I took three years of French, two years of French, or whatever it was in high school, and like now I can't. Uh, yeah, dude, it's getting, my legs I... are getting tight because I'm getting nervous. I'm like, Shit, I'm gonna have to do this right now. Like, damn, dude. And la like, the problem with <laughs> the problem is it. like, yeah, I can only it say certain words like in French. <laughs> Merci. You uh, <laughs> you're, like, you immediately hand gesture. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. C'est un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six, okay, seven, wheat, enough, All this right. Dude, uh I'm a le du fromage. There I only go. know that from Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah, That's what I know. Yeah, dude. It. Let's go. I'm a Le fromage because right. uh, it's like a real snooty uh set our French listeners. I mean, I mean, French know, French listeners right I mean there Jeez. is there is a stereotype, right? Uh, they hate us for a reason. Yeah. I mean my damn cocktail, yeah, you know. Oh, there, you uh, guy, uh, there you go, there you go. That's good. I'm getting there. I'm I am i am back to my French days. You gotta you gotta loosen up, you gotta loosen up okay uh <laughs> <It's pretty laughs> oh, shit i don't know so okay i think you should answer the question for like it from your perspective yeah you just want me to go first it's it. i mean not just that but also just because like i am trying to compose my i want more time to like <laughs> gather my answer yeah you must go first oh, yeah. oh shit uh i'm like put on the spot here La 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 la, sound, la 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 merci beaucoup. Oh, excellent, excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. I don't want to offend any French people, like the three people that have ever listened in France, unless it was a VPN. It uh, is in the early it days, just... like, this is bullshit. Um, you could also do, you got to go French Canadian. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, it's that, <laughs> you know, the whole like letterkinning. Oh, like, yeah, that's right. The whole skit, yeah. um Like Quebec. Quebec everyone loves fishing in Quebec um I, I'm like stalling because I, I don't know stalling hard yeah <laughs> I don't know if we'll be able to do this challenge man um, this is like the hardest challenge we've ever received merci beaucoup uh I, I, I believe that uh that you should uh, give the wife what she wants right that's a little borat yes uh <laughs> <laughs> you're very boring yes <laughs> but kind of French right
2: Uh what uh I think there
1: you go, good job. Uh Now Uh it's in your bin. I think what you have to do is yes, give in to your wife's demands. We got to go and we gotta do this 20 year anniversary because then we don't have to do any more, probably after that, I would assume. So I believe, yes, I think the the answer to the question is yes. I think relent on a a little bit on the ground. I think that we uh we go ahead and say honey in two years, we're going to have the most romantic ceremony, and we're going to uh, light candles. I would argue maybe... Uh, uh, I, I lost the French accent. I started going English <laughs> with it. Oh, uh-huh. man, that was... Uh-huh. Uh, they believe that... Uh- if you give an inch they will take the mile, right? Uh, uh well uh, <laughs> if you 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 do 18 and now you're 20 and the next thing you know is 22 and then every year you'll be doing redoing your now, renewing your vows. When does it end? I don't know if it's French or not, but uh uh-huh. that is close enough, right? I think people have suffered enough. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, Anyways, to answer the question, uh <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's I my opinion is that relent a little bit, do it at 20, but then like use it as a bargaining chip because like, Hey honey, we just did our vows. I I agree. Here's two perspectives here. I I also, I I think that renewing your vows is kind of whack in my, in my opinion. Right. Because why are you doing it? If you've had like 20 years of blissful marriage, are you, it's a pomp and circumstance show, right? Like you're doing it as a way of like, Hey, Hey, look at us. And, Ben mm-hmm. does not strike me as that kind of guy of like you know the center of attention kind of guy. There there That's I do it, know man. people who are all like, yo, look at me, like this, look at this, it's all about me. But I, I don't know his wife. I've never met his wife. Uh, but having having knowing, have no having knowing is I I can't speak uh ha having knowing Ben, yes. Um, <laughs> he does not strike me as that kind of person. I if the thing is you never really know until it is your wife that makes this request. I would have said initially you might die at any time. So like, yes, 20 gives you something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. It's a whole thing. I do agree that 25 is bigger than 20 in this day and age. 20 is a big fucking deal. 25 is a big fucking deal. Fucking 10 years is a big fucking deal. My 10 year anniversary is next year. Um, and we're doing something for our 10 year anniversary. So, but we're doing something. We're not renewing vows. We're not doing any of that shit. I don't... I would be shocked if Christina was ever like, hey, I think we should renew our vows because at, we talk about it all the time. She's like, I... We should have just eloped and just taken the money. Dude, absolutely. Nine times so, out of ten, that's what everybody should do. But I, I also understand, too. I had a great time at my wedding, so... um I, I don't know, man. But again, I would have said... I would have been on her side with 20, but you just did the 18th and like he said, but they didn't they, renew their vows. They just celebrated their 18th anniversary. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a little different. Um, I, I misunderstood that then. Yeah. I,
2: I, I would, think,
1: I would have uh, the thing. I would be like, look, if we're doing for something for 20, we're not doing something for 25.
2: We, I mean, do, that's what I'm saying. We're not doing didn't.
1: both. I argue one time, renew your vows one time in life. I don't like this idea of like having to renew them more than once. You could do no. it every, I mean, you could do it every 40 years, but like, what kind of se- what are we talking about? Are we talking about a get together at like a winery in like northern California? You and your like 30 closest people, you know, a couple family that's, members. Doable, OK, yeah. you know, that's a real intimate setting. Right. But like, are we having a whole fucking thing where like we're just going to invite motherfuckers invites, we haven't yeah. talked to in 10 goddamn years and who have got married after you and since been divorced and on their third marriage? And you're just what? like, you're just like, ha, 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 look at me, bitch. Suck it. I mean that is a good point, yeah. But right, I think like, that, what are like, we also doing? Also, <laughs> also I believe it's one of those uh-huh, things where. Oh, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh, you, uh-huh, you, you pieces of shit! On you me. pieces of oh, shit! You pieces of dog oh, shit! Oh, uh, I think mes-a-mi, that, merci beaucoup, <laughs> that uh-huh. France is Bib- literally going to come after us now. Biblioteca, eh? yeah, we have to blame Ben for this. Whatever. France, <laughs> the the country, comes after us as a whole, um, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, You, you stupid I- Americans I- want to come to Paris and eat our good food. <laughs> yeah we're gonna be banned from France. i'm on a no fly list for france now so <laughs> uh, uh i think that yeah i think that just you know, blue. there you go i want to argue that the, rel- the reluctance this comes from the fact that like you know it's it's in two years and you kind of put it off the discussion sure. about like you know what doing it but i think that if we're being honest i think the intimate friends are the only people that really uh care enough to go to a renewing of vow ceremony right because if i'm you know like if i'm your uh, friend of a friend of a friend, acquaintance or whatever. and I get an invite to like renewing your vows, I'm gonna be like, "That's cool for them." I'm not gonna go. Didn't you just like within the last year get one of those? Oh shit, did we? I'm pretty um, sure you did. You went maybe? to a vow, yeah. You went to a vow renewal. I within. think so. I think that was one of our friends did that. But that, they were closer their friends. So, I, but like, like to me, a vow renewal is sort of um. See if I explain this right. It's more for if there's been hardships on the family. You know, somebody had like cancer and like you thought they were going to die and then they managed to miraculously like survive this cancer and they're in remission and like you have this new outlook and perspective on life and like your, your your spouse has stuck with you this entire time and like this is like a that to me is like a renewal like yeah okay or um you know you have somebody who gets wrongfully committed to prison for a crime they didn't commit and for 20 years you stuck by them and then you get out of prison and you want to renew your love and like all that like that's to me that's what renewing your vows should be for um or if like you know maybe you and maybe maybe your spouse had like this this midlife crisis mental breakdown and just like kind of disappeared for a while and traveled the world and did all these things and um Came back and was like, you know, I've traveled the world, I've done all these things, and I realized that where I want to be is here with you, and there's nothing, you know, I've, I've ex- <laughs> like, oh, they're like, <laughs> right? So, but, I, I mean, obviously, that's just like a hold, generalized, it. you know, listen, yeah, I, I write, listen to me, I write romantic comedies, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> but like, that's what it's used for. But like, me personally, I don't, I don't see the point. Other than it's just like a, a, like you're just like dangling this accomplishment in front of a bunch of people, being like, Look what we fucking did, motherfuckers. Now, I am petty enough to where I also get it too, where it's like, You motherfucker, and like you just start calling people out. It's like, We invited you here because you said this on this day and you said we were never going to make it. And you said this and you said that. Damn, dude, that's like, Yeah. Okay. Then he's just like, you just start doing the DX you're chops to everybody. You're just weaponizing <laughs> the, love. the love. Yeah, you're weaponizing love. That's great. <laughs> so I hope we answered your question, Ben. Uh, I think I, we did. I never guaranteed that any of these were going to get answered. I just... Yeah. But know, to be fair, it's very our fashion if it didn't get answered. We were just like... <laughs> we, we took their question. I don't know. It's like... I Actually, w- okay, here. Here's what I will say. Okay. You set your wife down and be like, I will do 20. You want fucking 20? We'll fucking do 20. Yeah. By God, I'll make it the t- best 20th anniversary you ever seen yeah but that's it are you willing to bank it all on this are you willing to put all Maybe. in your all your chips all know. in on 20 because we ain't doing this shit again for at least another 20 years okay, okay. so that's your answer that's, that's my answer okay. okay my answer would be uh i say wants. give her this one because you know why not it's gonna make her happy uh you know it's a good thing to fall back on but like, hey remember that time we did that wedding anniversary thing where we renewed our vows uh and I say like you know happy wife happy life you know just go with it. Uh That's what I would do. I'd be like hell yeah, we're going to renew our vows. I don't know. But well, Alex's sound's kind of threatening. I don't know man, it's whatever. But I have a next, th- I have a very threatening aura. I <laughs> <laughs> you sit it down at gunpoint. Like hey, <laughs> you feeling lucky? Huh? You going to do this? Feeling lucky punk. All right. So I can, we got we got another another caller. Uh I got another one. Did he, oh, Hello
3: right, huh? Spaghetti Boys, it's Amy here from hey! the internet basically, we're friends on Twitter. I'm sure you know who I am by now, I've been on What's Your Spaghetti Policy a few times and uh, I'm also part of uh, other podcasts, My Game Fiction Addiction and Dice With Death, uh, although the the former is taking a real backseat right now while I move house. Mm. Um, but my question for you lovely uh, pasta-based spa- uh, spaghetti ants. oh! You can have that for free. You can be spaghetti aunts. Um, My question to um, Spaghetti Town is simply this. I have a real nasty habit of um, not being able to say no to people. And as I'm getting older, I realise mm-hmm. that it's kind of a bit, a bit of a detrimental thing for me because I have become such a people pleaser and such a yes person that I find it quite challenging sometimes to say no in a way that I feel like isn't going to hurt someone's feelings or maybe in a way that is not going to leave me really anxious. My question to you is just that. Um, can you give me any advice on how to say no to more things and how to actually push back on things, uh, particularly where you know work or friendships or, or anything really is concerned? Like, How do you just stop yourself from from constantly spiraling and saying yes to please other people? How do you say no? and and mean it in a really polite and, and nice way and actually push back on things that maybe you don't want to do that aren't always good for you so yeah i'm sure there's a lot of people with uh plenty of you know anxiety that can that can relate to this so um yeah that's my question any advice greatly appreciated uh take care of yourselves love you bye
1: bye man is All she not right. the best fucking person she's already? so good man such a such so, so, such a sweet person like so sweet now wonderful this is a great question because there are two sides of the coin to this shit Hell uh I mean. one person who suffers greatly and one person who doesn't give a fuck yeah uh my simplest answer is fucking say no because I'm now <laughs> i'm gonna go a little bit more into that because here's the thing if you say no now, I, I do get the idea of like constantly saying no, because then eventually you stop being asked. And then there's all this other stuff. I also understand FOMO. There's the fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. Um But if you say no and somebody gets mad, are they really your friend? Because I mean, part of part of a friendship is knowing your friend's quirks and nuances and what makes them uncomfortable, what makes them comfortable uh, what makes them tick? Uh, all these things, and I, I, I offer things to you all the time, knowing goddamn well you're gonna say no, or you're gonna not s- commit, which is also a no. Um, mm-hmm. but I still mm-hmm. do it anyways, just to feel make you feel like, hey, I'm yeah, thanks for thinking asking. about you, yeah. bud. Thanks, thanks um, for asking. Don't stop asking. That's yeah, what I, I always say, <laughs> maybe say <laughs> yes once in a while. I don't know. I can, um, I can try. It is, it is, I mean, that is like an actual thing that people suffer from, because then I do think that it can start to deteriorate your, your mental health in a sense to where you know, cause the being able to decompress is I think vital for your, mm-hmm. for yourself and being able to, whether it, like w- do whatever it is you want to do, because I, I understand that I am a very unique individual to where i have been very comfortable with who i am for a very long time i i respect myself and i've always looked to myself as like do i want to do this and i sort of always have been went to the beat of my own drum and kind of just not giving a shit uh and if people want to tag along that's fine um but i've never let other people dictate what i do i've never and it's so it's like Asking, and then there's like, oh, okay, yeah, like that sounds fun, or no, I think I'm gonna pass on that, right? And don't let your friends guilt trip you into shit because nothing will, because that can like really fuck up a friendship. It's like, I don't, I don't wanna do this. Now, it's kind of a parenting thing too, because you sometimes have to make your kids do things, you have to give them experiences because it's your job as a parent to provide them with experiences. And your friends are also trying to do the same thing, but like if you're not a drinker, me. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll go to the pub with you. I'll go to the bar. Am I going to have a great time? I don't know. But like, I'll go if like you really want me to go. It's like your birthday celebration. We're having it. You're having it at a bar. Like, this is your fucking like, let's go. Okay. Like, you're one of my best friends. I'm going to go with you. But like, am I going to go with you on a random Tuesday night? No. And I wouldn't as you as my friend, I would not expect you to expect me to go. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Now, I'll let you talk in a minute. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. She is in a unique position to where being social is sort of, and rubbing elbows with people um, is kind of part of her job, right? Yeah. Um, Not that it's an expectation, but there is this weird social... Etiquette, where like oh, th- with like what she does in the industry she's in, she's expected to go to these events and she's expected to rub elbows and she's expected to do all these things. Where, I, you know, I, I don't know. Just every once in a while, I'll be like, you know, I mean, fuck it, lie. I don't give a shit. Like, who gives? They're not gonna know. Just say, guys, I'm not, I'm not feeling up to it today. Like, I, I just really, I just, I think I just really want to stay home today. Take a mental health day, dude. You know. Well, just- I mean, like if it's like everyone's going out, hey, we're all going to grab drinks, whatever. I mean, it just it all, to me, just depends on your perspective on life and, like, how you view things. Are you a person who suffers from, like, like serious FOMO? Because that is, that's a hard thing to conquer when you just always have this fear that you're going to miss out on something. Because that's what, honestly, that's what children have. That's what Zoe has all the time. She just yeah. has this constant fear that she's going to miss out on something. And it's like, trust me, babe, you're not going to, you're not. Like you're not yeah, gonna miss out yeah. on that, and uh, so I kind of didn't answer it, but I kind of did. Basically, just like, hey, yeah, do it. Yeah, I mean, because know because no. people are different, right? And yeah. it's just, and as as easy as it, it's again in a not in a non dickish way, just be like guys, I'm just not really feeling it tonight, man. Like I think I just really need to stay home and kind of, I think I just want us to have a night in. And you're then me you got work. Tell me you got work that you're doing. No, at home, dude, you know? fuck all that Fuck excuses. Just be honest. <laughs> just say, I, mean, I just, I just want to stay in tonight, guys. I just, I don't, I'm not really, I'm not really feeling like going out. I just want to have it. I just want to have a night to myself. I've not had one of those in a long time. Not because you don't owe anybody anything, you don't owe any fucking explanation to fucking anybody, right? Yeah, you don't want to go. Yeah. You don't want to go. Like, fuck them. <laughs> that's, I mean, that is fair. Yeah. I mean, my advice obviously is like, as being a person who does suffer from this, obviously, I feel like the only reason I tell Alex no is because I feel comfortable with Alex and knowing that he's not going to be upset because I told him no. Uh, but I do have a problem with telling people, I've never that been no, upset especially like about anything. No, no, you're like the calmest person I know, honestly. Um, so, uh, but my thing is just growing more comfortable with like where you are, I think helps you not have this, the FOMO of fear of missing out, obviously, like with. Uh, whether it be promotions and stuff at work or like, not even that, just like meeting some, certain people, or whatever. I just getting more comfortable with the, uh, with, with the idea. Like you're, I mean, for Amy in particular, she's a successful person. So like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like there's not a super much she's missing, missing out super on. Much. She hasn't gotten already, but uh, shit. I don't know, man. This is why we can't be an advice podcast. I'm not good with like, I have to like rehearse, listen to the questions beforehand. Um, But I, I, yeah, like Alex said, just get more comfortable with uh, like start small. It doesn't have to be like no to everything, you know. Not like jumping off the deep end where it's like no, I'm just gonna do me and not and say no to everything. Like if you feel comfortable with it, like just start small. Be like, nah, I don't actually feel like going to breakfast today. Sorry, yeah, you know.
4: Yeah, or like now
1: hey, there is this thing too because, uh, I, Jesus Christ, <laughs> like resonated point over point? here. Yeah, the two things that you can give people is your word and your time. Right, And you need to make those two things mean something because everything is deteriorating around us and everybody will stab you in the back without question just for the grass is greener on the other side. So your word and time, that's the two most important things you can give to somebody. If you make a commitment and you say yes, even if you don't want to, I think you should try your best. Now, again, that's coming from somebody who's very strong-willed and someone who respects the hell out of everybody else's time um but if you've not committed to something use a calendar to be like okay i'm unless something work-related comes up I'm not doing anything on this saturday i'm not doing it i'm not i'm not i'm not committing it to it because you can get over. In well. some you time yeah yeah speak, absolutely hey, just be like i'm not doing it and then we better do that on the 15th i've got me time on the 15th yeah absolutely Smart. and i mean like and again if someone scoffs at that and someone is just like are you kidding me? Like you're not gonna come hang out with me because you want you time. That sounds like a shitty person. Yeah, I mean, and that's the. I think that hanging out with you, especially like, has helped my sense of, hey, n- people are not gonna always be happy with what you do, and like, if they aren't, whatever, you know. I I've, I've definitely grown more towards just accepting things the way that like we you can only control what you want to do, and like, if other people's reactions are not like, if they're gonna be upset, whatever, fuck it, like they're gonna be upset, like they wouldn't be happy. You know, if you gave them everything in the world, you know, just so just be comfortable with like yourself. Because if you're happy, you are going to have a better time. Yeah, if you are in a good mental space, you are going to be more fun to be around. You're going to be more present in the moment than than thinking about because you don't want to be at an event or whatever and being like, I can't I can't wait to go home. I can't like I'm and like just trying to find every excuse in your head, trying to get the fuck out of there. You're just going to like, you know, you're just going to be there. You're going to be there. You can't please everybody. All right. And that's a big, thing please yourself first and then everybody dead. else. And if people, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? And whatever, whatever <laughs> way that this means, guy. make sure that you're yes, happy. Absolutely. And I think that's very important. I think that take care, uh, number one, and that's you're yourself. not going to be able to make, keep everybody because, happy, especially when you start telling people, no, like, just get yeah, see, there. this goes a little bit even further because If you are not happy and you are not in a good place, no, no, no one else will be happy to be around you. I think, I think it sums it up. I think we did good there. I think it was our first good answer, right? all the other ones I'm talking, I'm sorry. All the other ones have been great too as well. So, all right. Okay. Let's move on to the next caller. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I keep reading the transcript a little bit.
6: Hi. Um, my name is, let's, let's call myself Ian, and uh, right. I've got a friend who, uh, for purposes that we won't say, we're just going to call Cade. Um, Same thing. And so I guess my problem is that uh, I'm pretty convinced that Cade is in love with me. <laughs> um,
1: it's Keep reading
6: very apparent by the way he acts uh the way he's constantly picking on me, you know, very childish stuff. Uh, the thing is, I'm not really uh, into guys, you know. That's not really my thing. So I guess my question is, how do I tell this Cade uh, that I'm not interested um, and that uh, he really would be better off maybe with someone who could appreciate <laughs> Uh, his meat photos that he continues sending. Uh, thanks. Have a
1: good day. Now, okay, all now, the did, time. He do, did he do that in the car? <laughs> it does sound <laughs> like he was in the car, but at the same time, I could picture uh, picture this Ian caller standing in front of the mirror as he's like talking about the situation that he has with himself, where he's like in love with himself, but he also calls himself Cade. Right. Uh, oh man, what a great call! Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure if we know Ian uh, or Cade, I think. I used to know uh, an Ian, but uh, he got killed in the spaghetti bowl. So that's true. He has been dead for a while, and RIP and all. But dude, that's a that's a tough question because there's. I feel like there are a lot of situations in which this happens. You know, you've got you know somebody who's in love with another person who just doesn't you know sit like uh, have the same sexual orientation, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I think this is a relatable question. I don't know like, how do you feel about it. What do you what do you think that the best approach would be here? Hmm. I, one could argue that if you're calling in and making this call, that you're trying to have someone convince you that you're not actually in love with this other person when That's, in fact you that, are. Yeah, that was my first thought. It yeah, feels like was, a cry for help for someone who's like, I really looking don't, for a way out. Yeah, Looking for someone to tell me that I'm not in love with another man. And hey, I, I think that if we're leaning into that, just be honest with yourself, man. It's OK. Like it's it's twenty twenty uh, three. I almost said four because I don't know what year it is it's 2023 baby like you can love who you want to love and love is just love dude and i say you know shake off all those you know those troubles or what is that what am i what is the term i'm looking for the the uh things that come with the shackles of love uh the stereotypes of of man on man love you know shake it off um this isn't the 70s anymore you know it's okay well i think the 70s is when it was all about butt play yeah and then it went oh, away okay. for a while once Reagan came in. Well, office. he was like, no
0: more butt play.
1: That's Nixon. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, no, more, all the... but, no more butt play. Uh, they were, they're were they all engaging in butt play while actively no being but, against but, it. Butt, but so, yeah. that's A very good Nixon. That was a very good Nixon. <laughs> uh, but, you know, My I wife, say. if Nancy Reagan can suck a mean dick. I have heard that. shes That's, <laughs> like, the one thing that people say about her. Can so. suck a golf ball through a garden hose. That's what, I mean, yeah, I that's something what? i'm sure that's, What has happened uh but no i i think that you know it does honesty is the like, best policy always yeah dude if you and it, it's okay to look at yourself in the mirror and say hey you know i think i might be in love with this guy and that's maybe you explore that you know maybe you don't like it maybe you get into it and you're like you know what this isn't for me and that's okay you I think you have to do a deep deep dive into yourself and realize yeah. okay am i really to, am am i willing to uproot what i've built with my family uh to take a chance to take know? a chance on a, on a man's meat yeah and i mean if it's the same cade that i'm thinking of dude post some mean this meat is all picks. hypothetical these aren't real oh cool. yeah this is hypothetical and it's not a re- I, I knew a cade once that did post wonderful meat pics and it is mm-hmm. it's very hard not to be like wow dude i want that person to take care of me the rest of my life and just feed me meats uh mm-hmm. whatever meats they've got just it, 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 it could be whatever meats just sure. feed them to me you know soft and tender um but i think You know, and if it if you don't feel that way, if you aren't really in love with him, then I just say, hey, be honest with him. He would want you to be honest with him. Right. Like, that's Mm -hmm. the thing. If I'm pursuing somebody, I want them to be honest. Like, hey, dude, I'm just not that. Because like, do you still want the friendship? Because like, if you tell him that you're not into dudes and he's really into dudes and he's really into you, there's going to be some friction there. Yeah. And it might be one of those things where you You might hurt his friends. Yeah. And you can't. And that's okay. It's I think sometimes you're not able to be friends with. Uh, a love or sexual interest. Sometimes yeah. it's not possible. It is possible sometimes. Sometimes it's not. And I think that it's okay humans to are say, very hey, complicated creatures. You know? Yeah, I don't like this whole idea. Like there's a, there's a stigma around. Uh, that stigmas. That was the word I was looking for earlier. Shake off the stigmas of of your past there. Like where the the, the conservative households that people come from. They got all these stigmas around, you know, man on man love. Okay, just shake it off, dude. Uh, but um, also, you know, I don't like the stigma around. You know breaking up with friends right sometimes you know two people can't be friends anymore you got you go separate ways and it's okay you know i don't think that there should be this like oh he left me he's no longer my friend you know negative connotations with that i think you know just express yourself you know just be happy with yourself to go back to the previous question just love yourself dude yeah love thyself but also yeah just let him know because i think that you know you don't want somebody to waste their time you know trying to pursue uh respect people's time yeah, this is all. This is a common theme running throughout this episode so far. It's just respect people's time and love yourself. So, uh,
4: okay, Great call, it, though. Yeah, That's a great me, question. Great question.
1: All right, next one coming up. This is a fan favorite here. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> this is the first time we've ever done this. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I was just calling to find
4: out oh, if actually the Nazis during the World War II used fluoridation in the water to make the Very
2: well-rounded individuals
4: thought. in the different areas that they were taking charge of more uh, basically submittable because of what Dr. Charles Bett had once publicized <laughs> that an infinite or an infinitesimal amount of fluoride put into the water after a duration will wind up making the individuals that are ingesting it submissible to the will of those who wish
1: the governor that's it thank you okay. all right so what <laughs> all right <What's> the question <laughs> <laughs> it sounds, it sounds like somebody's been reading too many uh q and on website posts uh there um <laughs> Uh, I think the the general uh, like the general basis of his did question was like did they put fluoride like, in their did water? They put fluoride in their water, and that's what caused them to be like okay with what Hitler did back in the day. I think is just I'm assuming that's what the question was. Don't they put fluoride in our water now? Uh, yeah, that's a whole thing, dude. Don't even get people started on that because it's it all comes back to the fact that like fluoride does nothing. It's just good for it makes your, your teeth stronger, it makes your teeth great. And that's literally all it is. Uh, uh, but there's I'm, not a, that, I'm uh, not a I'm not a his historian, and but I do know that Nazis were bad. Yes, uh, yeah, they were. Yeah, I do know that you, it's easy to brainwash people, uh, yeah. especially people who feel that they have been disenfranchised or uh, that they are. There's uh, an enemy. There's an enemy there's to be a had. Enemy. You know? There's an enemy to be had. It's easy. People who feel alone. Uh, people who want to feel like they belong to something it's easy to brainwash them into believing something it, to yeah. me this question it's sounds a I'll bit say. like yeah you know, yeah i mean it does the the whole excuse of like fluoride in the water sounds a lot like what i just said is an excuse to like kind of justify why I, I, a bunch of people went along with like a genocide right and it's just kind of like well, we'll grasping at straws to make it seem like that could never happen. Like these people had to be so, under some sort of, you know, brainwash and like kind of. What, does it matter why it happened? You know, I mean, it did happen, right? Yeah. Let's look at the facts. It did happen. Of course, of course and... there's people who say it didn't happen, and that's a whole nother thing. Uh we're like, t- this is. This... I mean, to be fair, uh I, I said the answer to the question is like, no. I think I think it's just a flat no. <laughs> I think that people, especially back, I mean, look at current times. It's easy to convince people. You yeah. can you can easily skew your argument to support your to to support what you're saying. It's easy Off to greater good, right? It's you know? it's easy to manipulate things to make yourself look correct. You can dance around facts while having factual things you've presented, even if your entire statement is not not factual. Well, here's a factual statement: that message was left at eleven eleven a.m. So make a wish, everybody. Yeah. All right, on to the next caller. Uh, long-time listener, first-time message, I'm sure. Yes. Oh, I was
4: just inquiring as to how many emergency room visits do both the the host of the program have combined so far?
1: Man. Like, Are we talking during the duration of the show, or are we talking lifetime? Just lifetime probably. I, I, I think can't that answer that question. I the reason I chuckle so much is because like it's this collar reminds me of somebody near and dear to me, my father. And like whenever he's trying to formulate thoughts, we would do this thing to him where we would just like start interjecting words and it would make it harder and harder for him to complete a sentence. And it was just <laughs> the funnest thing. So again, uh thanks for reminding me of my father. I love that guy. Uh yeah. but how many do you have so how many emergency room visits do you have? I mean, I there's I'm sure there's like a bunch that i don't recall how do you not recall like i mean like, like when i was, I was like, like fucking two did you get brushed to the emergency room a lot when you were two Bro, have old? you not seen this giant-ass scar in my stomach no dude i have a scar about yay big you can't see it but that big on my fucking like right where my abs are supposed to be and where they're supposed to did they get taken out yeah they stabbed you somebody did you get stabbed like a i get mugged at two years um old? Is I, there like a, is I, there a I had some, some sort of. It? I mean, I had some sort of like baby baby development stomach problem. Yeah, it's dude, like okay. something where it's like super common in the firstborn male where you you can't digest food. Like the flap that's in your stomach, like you you know this the flap. Like okay, you eat it goes down your esophagus and there's like apparently a flap that closes that doesn't make the food come back up. Yeah, okay, so okay. like a gastro like a esophageal esophageal issues. Yeah, so the flap never closed. He just so, throwing up constantly. Yes, yeah, so I was like 6 or 6 or 7 weeks old and I I could never keep food down. Man, dude, that's And then so they went in and they they fixed it all and I've got this huge scar, which theoretically what was supposed to happen was as you got older it became cuz like it was like a fucking little scar, right? But as I yeah. got older and got fatter, it grew with you. It it grew, it grew <laughs> and like it's like it's a pretty gnarly looking scar. So like for a long when I when I got in like seventh to eighth grade I used to tell people I they removed part of my stomach I got stabbed I made all sorts of shit up, um, yeah. so that happened. Uh, I can I can recall. Okay, and again, does it count like me and you or just actual emergency room visits for like family members? Oh, I guess like oh, we are adding like no just us I think just us just me and you combined. Uh, I, get, I have solidly at least like 20 like emergency revisits, right? Cut my in finger in open, the span cut my of open. this podcast, two, two for just me, three. Uh two for ju- okay, go. two for just me and then I went to mm, actually I think I went into the emergency room once for me, it was a kidney stone. Mm-hmm. I, I remember kid- that one. I had Recently. a kidney yeah. well, I had a kidney stone before the podcast because it was before Zoe was born. And then I went uh, I had an infection in my gallbladder. Uh, mm-hmm. uh da, 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 da. I'm going to say like lifetime, maybe six for me specifically. Lifetime? Yeah. Or lifetime of the pot. Lifetime. You got to realize damn, that. like, dude. You got to realize I didn't. Someone's I never saw the inside a of a doctor. over here. You know? dude, I, yeah. no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Don't get it wrong. <laughs> I didn't see the inside of a doctor's office for like 15 years. That's cause yeah okay that's fair. Cause we didn't yeah. have insurance. That was before Obama came around. And was like you deserve a little something. What are you talking about, dude? That's uh, oh man, don't even give me. You say that name <laughs> again on this podcast. Oh, oh you're uh, trying to adjust. Be like oh, <laughs> be like what those news hosts be like. Don't bring that shit on my show. You yeah. cut that shit out right now. Put you that will that not say right. that Obamacare is good. You shut the fuck up. I don't yeah. want to hear anything about it. Anyways uh i think i have at least solid like 20 that i that i can remember like dude, you've had like lifetime you've had like six on this podcast no dude only like i've only been in the, the hospital one time since i've been doing the pot that was when i had brain aids no that was when i had covid before covid was like a thing yeah that i can remember mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure it didn't yeah Maybe. like with my kids like yeah, I, I had Maybe that's something on. Field, yeah uh at least with my kid like two or three times yeah so okay but yeah, good caller. Good caller. I like that. It's nice. All right. I think this is our last Do one. Do you think those the... last two calls were the same person? No, dude. Those was totally different people. <laughs> There's no way you'd be able to run like a, a voice. same phone number or anything. I can see. No, no, no. You can't see anything. That's not the same phone number. It sounds a bit like the, fir- the first message was him calling in. And then he he had second thoughts about what he was he was asking. And uh-huh. so he was like, well, maybe I should leave like a real question. Uh, in it's instead. Only like three so. people have left their name. That's fair. I mean, well, some people don't want their name. Yeah, anymore. that's fine. Anonymous. Right. Anonymous. And last but not least, and certainly not our least favorite person, uh, let's listen to the message. God, I'm so good at this, dude. Uh,
6: What's up, boys? It's Phil. <laughs> if you could cast
0: your dream video game movie, what would it be and who would you cast? Thanks.
1: Love it. Straight to the point. Like that's a good question. Honestly, awesome question. Love it. I'll let you go first since I talk. Uh, about it. you go first because I gotta think. Oh man, yeah. Uh, I think. Uh, <sighs> hmm. that is a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. Not dream video game at all. movie. Yeah, no, no. Dream video game movie what? for sure. I'm trying to They've think never of the done games a that I've movie, actually right? complete. No, not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> they did the one Warcraft movie that took them 20 years to make, but yeah. Um. It was great, Shit, dude. Elden Ring. I think that's the most it's the only game that I can think of that I completed in like in the last like 10 years. Uh, and I think that it would just be like a great movie just because, you know, it's got George R. R. Martin. He does great stuff, uh, does like a lot of the lore behind it. Uh, it's does never he? once not completed a project. So uh, but I think that'll it would be great. You'd have a good cast. Obviously, people would be going crazy for. Uh, Melina, mommy, you know, or uh, shit, I already forgot her name. Moon, mommy, you know, they'd be going crazy for. Her. Um, and it'd be set kind of like just it'd be super cool. I think uh, an Elden Elder Ring movie for sure would be great. Who would I cast? Oh man, I don't know enough people, dude. Uh, fucking, I don't know, man. You gotta, <sighs> dude. I don't know. I don't know enough people, dude. Help me out here. Who Who would make a good person for? Keanu absolutely the main character. Absolutely has to be the main character. Uh, who's good well, guys? All, all a good bad guy? All the bad guys example. would be like practical CGI stuff, right? Well, that's, the, yeah, kind of. Okay, but also, I mean, yes. I understand that Elden Ring has a story, but what's the story's focus? Because the is, the part of Elden Ring that makes it so appealing is that it's sort of like kind of crumbs, right? It's just like well, no, crumbs. That's the it's, thing. Is that it's, there not is... a, it's not a very linear thing. No, so, like, the main story is pretty linear, like, what you're trying to do. It is kind of, like, shadowed as to, like... So would you just what, follow the main the main story? Yeah, it would probably be one of those things where, like, obviously you don't go on, like, any side adventures or whatever. But it would be mainly focused on, like, the story. And there would be, like, you could kind of make it to where you had to garner your own opinion on... Is the, is the protagonist going down the right path or is he just following, you know, what the powers that be want him to do or her to do? Uh, I say this could be a cool one of those games where you could put a female lead in there. Maybe somebody, maybe a really strong female that's, lead. That's, like, uh, bro, it's woke garbage. Uh, who's the chick that did Aliens? Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver, make make her the pro- the protagonist. That'd be fucking phenomenal. I think she'd do great at it. Uh. But definitely think that like there's a linear enough story to go there, but you could shadow it and like, hey, is this the right thing to do? Is it not the right thing to do? Um, There's several different endings, so it'd be cool to like kind of see if they chose to go with like what ending they tried to go so with. So they did but... that before in a movie. Did you know that? What, did like multiple endings? Mm-hmm. The movie Clue, when it came out, different theaters got different endings. That's such a fun idea, dude. I well, love I mean, because it's Clue, right? Yeah, and I think that's such a great idea because like, i i just think it'd be like it'd just be fun to like the discourse and be like the fuck are you talking about like he didn't do it in the bathtub with the wrench like nah, no yeah. he did it with in the in the that was in the 80s room it with it that happened that's so cool man bring shit back like that That's so there's, cool. like what about the problem is there's there's too much risk involved there's too much there's uh, yeah again like that's everything is too safe yeah anyways um i it's it's weird because as we're starting to see, not I don't want to say a bit of a renaissance, but it seems like now they are video games are taken a little more seriously in terms of adaptations. I mean, Mario's about to break like a billion dollars, and it's been in theaters for less than a month, which is yeah. nuts. And like, it's again, it's not the the greatest story or anything, but it it works. Like, it's it's fun. It's fine. It's mm-hmm. like okay, cool. It's cool. Um, I mean, for all the all intents and purposes, what like. Last of Us was pretty solid. I mean, it has some major flaws in it, but like it's fine, but it's a TV show. Um again, the the late, I'm trying to think of like recent stuff. Mortal Kombat has its problems as well, but there's things that I liked about it. Um so if you're dealing with something that's like super linear, which I think is the wrong thing to do because then you get dog shit like Uncharted where you're trying to appease people who are super fans of the game by just like throwing in these set pieces but everything you do is actually hollow when you could just you could pay homage to certain things but also like focus on an actual good story because that's what that's yeah. what people want right people want first and foremost they want a good fucking story that they can get invested in i think that tv is the better better approach to video games because of how because video games are long, right? And mm-hmm. it's and and you have twenty, you have anywhere from like eight to twenty to forty to sixty hours of of a story. Oh, that, Dead, that Dead you're Space to be a great movie. Sorry, I just thought, Dead, I thought of yes, it. like, so it's a horror movie. God, damn. So I have so I have two, good. and you actually stole one of them. Both oh, of them. So sorry, no, it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Dead Space is absolutely what I would go with. Uh, that's the first movie that I, that's the first immediately the first thing I thought of, where there is a formula and a foundation and you also have two versions of the same game to where you can pick and choose and you can trim some fat. You can absolutely trim some fat to make it a nice two, because the problem with horror though is how do you keep that up for two hours? Right. At what point in a horror movie do you stop are you is it no longer a horror movie right because that's this the whole thing about horror is it sort of wears off really quick like it's but i mean you can do it it's doable but mm-hmm. um i mean that's why most horror movies are less than 90 minutes because it's like okay i get it like there's, there's spooky i think if you were to necroman- streamline you could definitely stream jesus christ this this might i'm so good at this uh i think like dead space has enough a linear enough story just like to be able to trim it down to where like you can You're, make it easily 90 minutes. Like, you, well, I man, hour and a half is rough. I, I think it's, you two minutes or two minutes, two hours at least, dude, like <laughs> two minute. hours. Yeah. Two minute movie. OK, that's fair. You I, walk I, in, I, you get decapitated by a and That's it. That uh um, movie. Roll yeah, credits, baby. Roll Let's credits. Go. I think. You could may, but it would have to be like you could maybe make it an hour and like forty five, but it'd have to be really tight, and you're gonna have to get rid of some of the sub stuff, some plots. Um, Like you have the hunter, like that entire thing that chases you the whole time, and it's scary. But like part of what makes Dead Space scary is that like you're in control, right? Uh, But I think Dead Space is a good one. I mean, space and and horror is always scary, but honestly, that was like my my linear. Than my linear one. I don't know who I would cast as as Isaac. I, Oscar Isaac, dude. That's um, I'm, I'm, I'm casting him for everything. Casting uh, for. Everything I was gonna right say now. Pedro Pascal. Pedro is... Pascal. That's what I was thinking of. Not Oscar Isaac. I get him mixed up all the time. Oscar Isaac is Mandalorian, right? Yeah, yeah. And and Pedro Joel. Pascal, dude. Yeah. He's on uh, point. I think this is a fire role for him. Honestly, yeah. Put what, him in dead space? But yeah, put in a mask. I'm putting in a suit. Well, and even then, I think you could get a, away with it too. Just never have him take it. Cause focus all of your. You can have a imagine a movie that you have a silent protagonist that like barely talks or doesn't talk at all. How awesome would that be? That'd be super sick. Yeah. That'd be super sick. It's hardcore Henry right there. Yeah. And, and you don't have to pay for any you don't have to pay for anybody, but you want the name on the marquee, whatever. My other one, well, I do think that and it is going to happen supposedly, and I do, and I do think it would be better as a TV show. I think you could do a hunt showdown movie because there is no yeah. linear story to follow. You have this this like you have the setting, you have the lore, and you have all these things. But just like this group of bounty hunters and you could do it in a sense of um, what's that one movie you could do it where you ha- it's the pers- you fall in the perspectives of like, Ooh, like a good- deadful, uh, like the the dead, like the hateful eight, like sort kind of, of style, but like- you could do it in a perspective of like, okay, here's this group of three hunters, this group of three hunters, and you have three groups of. You have four groups because again the game is made of twelve people, right? And then you're following the perspective. That's why I think it would work better as a show where like the first two or three episodes is this group, the next two or three is this group, the next, and then like it all comes to this very end. And there's all starts to converge, yeah. And then you have, and then like you have people die along the way, where it's like, oh my gosh, you know, by the time you get to it, this the very first group that you followed. There's only one guy left, and he's got to fight Scrap Beak on his own, and you make this fucking terrifying thing. Right. Yeah. I think that could work too, because you're not, you're not, you're within the confines of the lore and stuff, but you're not having to adhere to this very specific story because that's what happens with video games. Comic books, in a sense, too, but where video games, you have this very specific, this is what I want, and this is what people want. And this, and like when it's not that, people get very upset rightfully so or unrightfully so i don't know but like you ha- my argument is always well you had this idea you love this property so much that you wanted to make it into a live action then why are you changing it and putting your spin on it because nobody gives a shit about your spin people just yeah. want to see this thing that they love copy Being and pasted into lot- yeah yeah copy and pasted so honorable mentions will be Fortnite. have a Fortnite movie that you can't great. they already did that it's called ready player one no, no, no. This is like an actual like Fortnite movie. There's like a whole Same reason thing. as to like all the characters coming together. And like, yeah, I mean, that was, that would be absolutely impossible. The budget would be about a trillion dollars. They've got the budget, dude. They they make 000, 000 a trillion dollars in a day. They update the, the item shop. So <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. Those people are part of the reason why the gaming industry is the way it is. They drop, they drop the Philly, the, they, they drop the Phil, Philly gritty in there. A skin for gritty, the, the mm-hmm. Philly mascot, boom. They they got the trillion dollars to their, their movie. So yeah, but then uh but that, that's a whole fucking license. No, there's they have NHL stuff in there, don't they? Like teams. Uh I don't remember exactly, but they, they had football they, for a while. There is no ish, there's no lies. can't go after the that person. People won't like jump up and down to give them, you know. Like they, they, they could have anything at this point. Yeah. The moment I saw Goku on the on the item shop. That was it, dude. You You know, they could, could, uh, yeah. uh, I don't think I own Goku. No, I definitely bought the Naruto skins, though. I got Gara and and, uh, Hinata. So, don't know what those Don't know what those were. We're so good. A happy 200th episode, bro. I wouldn't, you know, what I wouldn't have done this with anybody else. You know, nobody else would have forced me to do it. (laughs) Nobody else would have, like, continued to put up with me after 200 episodes. Well, that's not true because everyone who listens still puts up with you for 200 episodes. Yeah, but I mean, they did. Like, I was the like right person to, in to get you to me. do this. Let's just talk about how great I am. You are. Um, you, you honestly like. Yeah, I don't think you I got credit. you out of your shell. I made you more yeah. comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave you a platform to express yourself, whether that's good or bad. You know, who I, 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 I did not say either either or. I just said I gave you a platform to express yourself. Um, I've We've never had misinformation on the podcast. That's something to be proud of. We only tell the is a lie. We, we only tell the truth. Uh, our you know we we have we have a great time here you know yeah um so like you know absolutely thanks to anybody who's listened to like uh, episode and all 200 episodes if you've done if you have listened to all 200 uh, you're fucking mad man you or oh, 100, 100. i feel like you don't have any brain cells left and i'm sorry <laughs> for that so that would be your fault 100 uh um, well yeah i'm the only one sense. that keeps this thing afloat so um, yeah. you know, listen, look at that. We just turned like what nine calls into fucking almost two hours of riffing. Like we're so good. We're so, so good. So good. Give us a, a trophy. Um you know? I don't necessarily need that. Uh but you know, with the next episode, a little bit of changes are coming. A little little uh tweaking things a little bit. So we'll see how that works. It may be a complete and utter failure and we'll address it, is, it. We'll address it if it is. Hey, listen, we'll, if so you ain't podcasts, changing, you ain't winning I don't know it's a great way to end this episode yeah let's keep that in there that's a great way to end it